I think it's working. We're going live. We are live on a Wednesday, this beautiful February, cold, chilly day here in Michigan. It's not too bad, about 40-something degrees out, getting a little warmer. Um, today we have a very special guest coming to us, um, and what we're going to do is, before we go into our, our special guest, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to play a couple clips um, from what he's into, kind of what he does, kind of give you guys an idea. Um, and then after that, we're going to go ahead and roll the intro, and then we're going to talk to our special guest, go over some different topics, and uh, have a good time. So without further ado, check this out. shit someone's ever told me you can do anything you put your mind to don't fuck up please all right folks welcome to another wheelchair wednesday let's give a big round of applause for our friend mr jonathan mcelroy Bring him up. What is going on, my friend? Oh, it's going pretty good, buddy. Um, so before we get into anything else, I mean, you've talked a little bit off camera. Um, Danny, thanks for that like. Uh, just so you know, this is a live show. If people do chime in um, with their questions, I'll go ahead off the top and I'll just ask you for them. That way you can kind of, you know, tell them what's going on. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself, tell people who you are, uh, what your level of injury is, how you became that way, and then we'll go from there. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. See, I forgot to take you off mute. Go ahead. Now you're good. All right, go ahead. Okay. I'm Jonathan. Um, my level of injury is, uh, T7, uh, para. So that's like right above belly button. And then... Uh, from Maryland, West Virginia area. Yep. That was me. I just had to turn down my thing. My heater is going crazy over here. So how did you, uh, how did you become paralyzed? What was your injury like? Um, I was actually in an ATV accident. Um, wrecked a four-wheeler, uh, broke a couple ribs, and broke my spine and stretched my spinal cord. Stretched. Is what I was told. They told me I stretched it. So are you a uh, are you a complete or a non-complete? I'm complete. You're complete. Okay. All right. Um, for the people that don't understand, complete and incomplete. A complete is where it like completely. You know, it sounds like you can't feel or move anything below the level of injury. Incomplete. People can still have a little bit of feeling, move around. Um, yeah. And how long ago you said was this? It'll be. It was May 10th, 2014. Okay. All right. So, so it'll quite be a bit ago. Nine years. Nine years now. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, what got you into doing racing? I've been in the cars my whole life. Uh, ever since I could drive. I mean, 
wanted to race them. I've always liked motorsports of some sort. So right. it's after my accident, I decided I wanted to get in the cars. I was in the motorcycles, dirt bikes, four wheelers. That's before that. you got injured. You were into dirt bikes, four wheelers, stuff like that. Yep. The cars came after the accident then? Um, sort of. I, I wasn't into them as much as I am now. Like, I've always loved racing, always been street racing. Um, and then since my injury, I kind of focused just on that hobby. Right. I don't have multiple hobbies now. Just basically racing and then other little normal hobbies. But other than that, it's racing in this household 24-7. Nice. Now, the Mustang that I've seen, uh, tell me a little bit about that. What's the story on that? So the Mustang, I uh, I originally had a tra- – well, not originally. I've had probably 50 cars. But um, it was actually – sold to me very cheap from a friend after wrecking a car and it is evolved into what it is it used to just be a a daily driver with an exhaust system on it right now it's a race car essentially it's you can't beat around it it's a race car <laughs> oh for sure that thing's quick I, was, I mean the videos that i've seen and the ones that i played you yeah. know before we got going i mean um you're running what are you you're doing the eighth mile drag yeah, we we do eighth mile. It's mostly no prep and street racing. Okay, um, is how, what they consider it. How many how many races have you got under your belt so far? Oh man, a lot. Um, over three hundred, over four hundred. Wow, with with just that car, you said there. you've had a Trans Am too or something like that, that too. Car. Yeah, that I've had this car for about five years. Okay, all right. And a Trans Am before that that got me more into this car. So right, uh, what kind of engine are you running in in, in the Mustang? It's a uh, it's a actually it's a Chevy motor from a uh, <laughs> Chevy and the Ford. What do you know? Yep, yep. It's a Chevy truck motor, um, with a with a turbo on it. Nice. Okay. Um. I, I can tell the turbo too because, like, when you're spooling it up, you know what I mean. That damn thing's starting to wind up. Yeah. Um, what would you say? I mean, is is, you know, because let's before we get into any more questions, a lot of people, you know, were talking about, well, how how does he do that? You know, what I mean, like he's got to have some kind of controls. But like, the video I'll show because I got the video that you had uh, when you did the run where literally, I mean, your hand control, you got to push tilt. I think it's like a, or what's it called? Like uh, a I tilt think push. It's considered a push. A push rock or push, push pull. No, it's not a push pull. It's, it's a push not a push pull. Twist. It's like a down to go into stop, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I use. Push stop and down to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Same thing in all my vehicles. So I'm gonna play this clip, um, and then what do you? Is it, is it automatic? You don't have to shift, right? Is it just shifting itself, or? Yeah, it's an automatic, but I have a button on the steering wheel that I hit for the shifter. Oh, okay. So it's, a, it's an air shifter that I hit. I hit a button and then it shifts. And you have like a trans brake too that's on the steering wheel or? Yup. It's a trans brake and then the shifter's right above it or under under it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, I'm going to play this little clip yeah. for these guys so they can kind of see you uh, in one of your runs on the indoor thing and then we'll go from there. Hold on real quick. Okay.
Yeah, so you're definitely juiced up, man. Like, you get done with that race, and you're like, let's go. Yeah. I mean, and you, you're cooking oh, and booking, man. That car flies, man. After about every pass, if I'm in front of it or I win, I'm, I celebrate inside the car by myself. It's a mini celebration. Right, right. I mean, what's it feel like? I mean, did, just to do it with your hands, too, without being, you know. Because, I mean, I could. It's it's awesome is what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a great feeling. Right, right. Adrenaline rush. Um, Yeah, for sure. And, you know, for the people that, that are just now viewing in, I want to show you this uh, other clip that you guys may have missed at the beginning of the, the show. Let me run that first clip with just those little clips that you taken off so they can see the car. Because, I mean, this is, this is it's crazy, guys. I'm telling you. Check this out. So, I mean, it's, it's not like it's a, you know, Sunday driver, take it to the track, see how fast we can get up grandpa's old Ford, uh, you know what I mean, <laughs> on the highway. This thing is cooking and booking. Um, well, cool, man. So we got all that underway. Let me get to some of these questions. Um, this is a question that I ask everybody. All these questions are, are, are kind of different to, to everybody and their opinions. But if you could go back to the time of your accident and you could change you becoming paralyzed, would you do that or would you stay the way you are now with what you've learned and what you've went through? I, that's like a catch 22 question. Cause up until that point in my life, like, I mean, I, I had just had a, a kid a year and a half before my accident. I don't know if it was my kid or my accident that made me grow up and mature faster I mean, I was 27, so, I mean, I was already mature, but, like, more focused on a lot more after my accident, obviously. And I got to spend a lot more time with him. I, before then, I was working seven days a week. Right. And I only seen him in the evenings. So, it's kind of, you think it's a little bit more, I don't know, you, you well, kind of would prefer it now than instead of going back and changing because you don't know what would have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, then I was, I was reckless. I was stupid on a motorcycle stupid on a four-wheeler um i probably wouldn't have made it to the age i am now if i didn't get in that accident right right eddie chevy we see you guys thanks for chiming in um if you guys missed the video that i showed it's it's in there you can watch it after we get done you just got to go back and watch it again this thing will be up on facebook and youtube too for anybody um especially anybody listening on you know pandora amazon music you guys can all go to youtube or facebook to check out the videos um my next question is, you already mentioned the uh, fiancé in the house. Dating or married? Now, how did that go about? Because I know a lot of guys in wheelchairs, you know, they have questions about going out and finding women, and, like, it's harder to do it now. And, you know, what do you think? She found me. Like, after the accident? She, uh, after my accident, yeah. We've been together for almost three years now. Oh, nice. So, nice. Um, how did that happen? Uh... Uh, she said she was scrolling on Facebook, found me, requested me, and then I noticed it. I think she like liked the photo, and I went and talked to her, and from there it went downhill. And she has two kids of her own. I have a kid of my own. 
All oh, boys. Nice. Right. So it just kind of worked out. It just worked out. I, uh, a couple months ago, I asked her. Uh, we got engaged. And then oh, nice. Congratulations. I moved, in, I moved into her apartment. So until we find a, a house we want to buy. Right. Right. I know. And that's getting harder and harder these days. It is. Uh, especially trying to find a one level. Trying to find something or, that you can fit into, man. I already know. We we just got done doing it. We looked at about probably, I don't know, five houses before we finally found the one that was, you know. And, I, dude, to be honest, the house that we bought, I didn't even go in. I just sent my old lady in, and she says, yeah, I think you'd like it. I'm like, cool. Gave him an offer. basically what I'm going to do with her. She knows all I really want is a garage and no steps. Right. <laughs> there you go. Hey, way with man's heart. Uh, my buddy Eddie said, did you by chance ask what he's running? Sounded like a boosted SBC from the videos you sent me. No, Eddie, it's uh, actually a Chevy motor. Uh, it's an old truck motor, he said, with a turbo on it. He explained that a little bit before. Yep, right before you came in, probably. Yeah, they consider it a, uh, an LS motor. An what LS motor is LS what said, yeah. Yep. Um, my next question for you is, is, since you've been in the chair, what is your biggest pet peeves about being in a wheelchair? I don't like being pushed. Like people coming up behind you and grabbing you and, let me help you. Yep. That is, like, I'll ask for help if I need it, basically. Right. Um, I try to do everything myself. Can't do it all, obviously. We, there's, we're limited. But um, I don't have push handles on the back of my chair. Everybody goes and they're like, where are your push handles? Well, I don't want them. I don't want push. Right. <laughs> That's probably my, and it's, it really is my biggest pet peeve. I don't like being pushed. Or I, when people kneel down to talk to you. Oh, yeah, I hate that shit, too. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> Make me feel look, like I'm a little I'm just, kid or I'll, something. I'll look up to you. Yeah, I'm not a kid. Where I'm not hurt. Like, right. Like, we, we can talk normal. Right. Um, Eddie said, do you do any grudge racing? If so, have you heard of Grand Hustle and come to Civil War or Cash Days? Uh, he wants to ask you if you'd be interested in coming. All he runs is his Monte Carlo. Uh, I actually have heard of Civil War and Grand Hustle. Um, Grand Hustle got a bad name for it last year, but I'd like to try it one time. Um, it's a bit, that's a big race. Where's it, that at? I think it was like quarter. I'm not sure. I, I wasn't able to make it. I know it's down south somewhere. It sounds like yeah. or something. I mean, it's I know Eddie's from Florida, Georgia. so yeah. Um, let's see. Next question I got is what is something that you wish you could do now that you can't really do anymore? Um, you know, like before the accident you were able to do, but now you can't. Um, I was very athletic. So like my son plays football. I wish I could actually do footwork with him and teach him that type of stuff. Cause right. in high school I was pretty decent at football. Um, he's actually becoming pretty good too. He's 10 and then her two. So my other two, they just started football and I just, would like to it'd be awesome to be able to show them what i could do before right yeah that's one thing that got me is my kid always liked to kick the soccer ball around and then afterwards we're just sitting out in the backyard and i'm like well I'll go get a football i guess and i'll throw it to you and yeah. even then you can't throw it as hard as you could or as far as you can i mean i'm a t3 no. t4 so i mean i'm chest you know chest down um probably close to what you are um christopher holmes I guess you know this guy. He said, ask him who his favorite person that's, to work with him on his car is. 
He's he's my uh, fiance's little brother, and he's been basically my sidekick for the last year. Nice. Helping me work on my car and helping me at races a lot if she's not able to. Okay, and you still do a lot of stuff yourself, right? Like with the car? Oh, yeah, no, most of it. Um, He, he helps. He's basically the the arms and legs sometimes of picking or reaching stuff, and then I'm I'm the technical. I know what to do type stuff. Right. Um, Tell we were actually work, we actually worked on my car all this week and all last week. Nice. See, that's one thing with me is like, um, there's certain things like I couldn't imagine having to get up under the hood. You know what I mean? And have to wrench on the engine yeah. or change the spark plug or something like that. Especially if I couldn't reach. You know what I mean? If I didn't have like a nice chair to help me get there or something. Yeah, he's um he's been a lot of help. Um, he really knew nothing about cars when he started helping me. Nothing about working on them, and he's learned a lot so far. Like, he's picked up a lot and can help a lot. Right. Well, I mean that's good. He's getting kind of two educations then. Yeah. Um, what what kind of chair you got? Do you use every day? I have a what is it? It's Tylite. I actually just got it. It's it's a TI light, okay. Five years of wait. Yeah, I got the tie light. What do you think about um, it? Oh, uh, it's the arrow. I like it. It's uh, the problem with my other chairs that I've had. I was never fitted right, and you know how it goes. If you're not fitted right, once you get it, oh it's yeah, your chair. yeah, you you're just got to deal with chair. it. Yeah, so they fitted me really well for this chair, and I made sure like to get everything I absolutely wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, Once you get I a good fitted chair, it's head. almost like a, a part of your body. You know what I mean? Yup. It's easy to get around, scoot through My stuff. My other chair would fall apart and things break. We'd have back wouldn't fold. Cushion was all torn up. Right. So. Right. Um. <laughs> Eddie said, "How great would it be if you put a five-point harness on his chair?" <laughs> um, what do you do to stay in shape? Do you do any kind of fitness stuff at all or like free weights or anything like that? I need to. <laughs> I, I don't think do we all need to. I try to, watch, I, I try to watch my eating habits, but then as soon as I start eating, like I tried keto, but then if I, it messes up my bathroom routine. Right. Like if, that's the worst part. Honestly, if it were – Anything I wish about being in a wheelchair, I wish I could go to the bathroom normally. Everything else is cake work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the bathroom, especially the when you don't got a bathroom to go in that's, you know, you can fit in is such a pain in the ass because you got to figure oh, it out. Oh, that's even worse. I usually just go uh, out to my van range. and do it in my van. Yeah. If it's, if it's close enough, if I'm not in some big building or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Chevy Woods said, what kind of shifter do you use when you're racing and do you use those eBay sticks to operate the gas and brakes? Absolutely no eBay sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I have a set of those in our spare vehicle, and I drive it around, and I hate those things with a passion. They so fall clumsy. off the pedal. Yeah. 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 What, um, what type of shifter you got? It's a uh, precision performance shifter, and it's got an air shifter uh, solenoid on it. Nice. Nice. So that's what the button works. The button works the air shifter. See, and that would be cool too, man. If like once you get your YouTube up and going, um, just do like an initial. You know what I mean? Kind of explain to people like what the car is, how it works. Um, have that be your introduction. That way, if anybody asks yeah, you, just be like, "Hey, my, man, go uh, check this video out." 
I do a lot of my stuff on uh, TikTok platform. Um, okay. And that was probably one of my most viewed videos was when my car used to be a nitrous car. Um, and oh god, that would be scary. I showed everybody how to use, I showed everybody how to use that on a video. And it probably had one of my most views. I think I heard the uh nitrous kick in on one of the videos you sent me when you took off and then hit the hit the boost uh, button or something. Maybe it it hasn't been nitrous in 3 years. But it's possible. Um the next question Another I got video. for you is the pain question. Um, what kind of pain do you deal with? I know a lot of us have it every day. Do you deal with any pain that's severe? Or? Uh, I wouldn't say it's severe. I think I've gotten to the point of like, it's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, get a lot of pain in the lower back, my sides and stomach area. Like it just once in a while or it comes and goes. I feel like it's a chronic, uh, it's just there. Like, yeah. I can have a good, I can have like a good day every now and then, but most of the time it's, I just, there's pain. Right. But I refuse to take anything for it. <sighs> yeah, you're deal. lucky, man. I wish I could. Shoot, they got all kinds of stuff holding my spine together. If I don't, I'm like in pain all day. I take gabapentin, which is, I've heard bad um, stories, but. Medical cannabis, basically. Yeah, there you Only go. thing I do. I do that too as well. Um, Eddie Weber said, what kind of transmission yep. is he running? Or what kind of transmission? He's running a two or three speed. Um, and that's all he runs is nitrous. Poor man's it's a, power adder. It's a three-speed turbo uh, TH400. Nice. With a, uh, I actually leave in second gear. Right. Todd, uh, Todd he said he's got a turbo now. Um, you can hear it spooling up in that one video uh, that I shared on here. Um, what helped you the most after you got injured? Like after you was got injured and you're just like, you know, just starting to recover. What do you think was like the biggest help? Kid. The kid. My, the family. My family. Having family around. Um, my uh, my parents live in Florida. Well, my mom and my stepdad live in Florida. Um, my dad lives in West Virginia, which is really the closest. But family and kids. Um, getting into racing, that hobby is basically what kept me driving forward. Right. Gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. Kind of like a goal. The kid, my son was my biggest inspiration of not giving up. Right. For sure. Uh, Chris Hall said, John, when are we going to start a handicap only team? Oh, (laughs) by the way, guys, the name of his team is Handicapped Racing. I thought that was pretty sweet. I was going to put it on the video, but I totally spaced out. Um, Hedy said, nice. He said, if we ever meet, uh, I'm just a little 383 and a power glide and a small shot of nitrous, full interior grudge car. Heck yeah. Um, Chevy said, wheelchair Rick, you try pre-gabbling. I've never even heard that. Um, Todd said, that's awesome. Thanks for the share, Todd. Appreciate it. Next question I got for you is, obviously, I mean, we've already talked about it, but your hobbies. I mean, this is pretty much just the car. It's uh, racing. Work, eat, sleep, racing, or how does that work? It really is eat, sleep, racing. Um, we just got into shooting guns. Um, nice. We go to the gun range. Uh, other than that, eat, sleep, racing, kids sports. <laughs> Heck yeah. There you go. Whatever fills the time. And I, that's the thing is once you find something you like doing, it just 
time flies, you know what I mean? Especially nowadays, I feel like now that we're getting older, man, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Most of my friends I have now are from racing, so right. we talk about racing, we go racing, we want to race each other. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, Next question I got for you is travel. I know a lot of us don't like to do travel. I'm really not a huge travel person. Uh, you ever taken like a trip or like now that you're, you know, paralyzed, do you like going places, traveling around or? It's when it comes to traveling, just finding the right place that has a bathroom. Yeah. That's the biggest thing about traveling is, is finding a hotel, a handicap accessible room or an Airbnb that has a bathroom that's big enough right. for the chair and my uh, bathroom chair, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and that's a lot of times I've noticed that it's uh, a lot of these, uh, you know, hotels don't have a bathroom that some of them aren't even wide enough to get a chair in. You know, let my biggest pet peeve about hotels is it'll be a handicap accessible room, but the bed is all the way up here right right the the bed's real tall thanks for that share eddie and uh that like aurora um the next question that i have is i think one of the most important ones i mean it's the last one i got but what would be the the best piece of advice you could give somebody who's newly injured um take physical therapy serious i think mm-hmm. um don't let them don't let the doctor say that like you won't be able to walk or you can't or don't if you have it in your head that you want to be in physical therapy and get it all done just just do it right um i didn't spend much time in physical therapy after i was out of the uh, physical therapy i went back a little bit and did the rewalk but other than that i don't do any physical therapy let me ask you a question. So in physical therapy, because uh, you're complete, right? You can't move or feel anything below your level of injury, um, which I yeah. think you said T7. That's what probably about mid, like right above your abdomen or something. Yeah. Um, When they got up there, because like for me, what really got me was they kept trying to put me on this table, a flat table, and they wanted me to sit up and try to balance myself. And that was like the most hardest thing I couldn't do. Did they try to do that with you too? What? They did that with me a lot. Um, I had a very, she was an awesome physical therapist, pushed me a lot, um, taught me how, basically she taught me how to be in a wheelchair and taught me how to wheelie up curbs and wheelie down curbs and Mm -hmm. everything. But the first time she ever tried to get me to wheelie, I about fell out my chair and I said I didn't want to do it anymore. Mind you, I'd ride wheelies on motorcycles, dirt bikes, four wheelers my whole life. Right. A little six-inch wheelie on a wheelchair scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, it's just that feeling where it's like it's it's this much as you just got to mess up and you're back. You know what I mean? Yep. It is kind of a feeling of getting used to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, once you kind of get it, it's kind of like a second second nature. Um, well, that's all the questions I got for you. You did a great job. Um, I, <laughs> I can't wait to see the YouTube that you come out with. I'll definitely follow it. Um, you know, we'll make sure um, that we shout you out her brother's supposed to be in charge of all that so yeah get on it and he's gotta he's gotta help me with that he wants to do it so right for sure well jonathan i appreciate you coming on 
Um, stick with me, and I'll talk to you here after the show. We're going to wrap this up here. Everybody else, if you or somebody that you know would like to come on a Wheelchair Wednesday, go ahead and let me know. Shoot me a message, uh, and we'll see what we can do. Um, Josh said, what is your TikTok channel? It is handicapped underscore, uh, I think it's handicapped U. Handicapped letter U, okay. Yep. Or it's underscore you. I'm not, I can't think of right off my head right now. So either handi- handicapped you or handicapped underscore you on TikTok. Check them out. Um, and thanks everybody for coming out, checking us out and watching. Uh, Christopher Holmes said YouTube is handicapped racing. Look, at, he's already got it ready. And if you want, if you have it, just send it to me and I'll, I'll make sure we put it in the description. That way people can just click it. Um, All right. Yep. And then, um, yeah, man, we're going to keep you on our panel. So, like, you know, maybe later on down the line, I'll hit you up. We'll we'll follow up with you, see how everything's going. Um, kind of cool. keep in touch with you, you know what I mean? Kind of keep the wheelchair community together. I call it the wheelchair mafia. That's what we really are, you know what I mean? We keep keep I got, each other going. I actually, we have a – there's a guy that has a race thing that's called wheelchair mafia. Nice. I got to get you one of these. Of, I'll show you here. I grab it. A lot of people actually run the – the wheelchair mafia sticker that's cool i do need one of those yeah see that's my wheelchair mafia usa sticker like um what i did was i i asked because wheelchair mafia i think it's all over the place nobody owns wheelchair mafia like it's just yeah no um so i learned about it overseas these guys overseas had it and i asked them i sent them my logo and i was like hey what do you think and they're like well we like we love it and i'm like cool you guys want to use it and they're like no because we're in england you know, or we're in, we're in the European nation. We don't have guns, but it's good for you to use. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just use it over here. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. My buddy said, invite him to the Jessup show, which we do live stuff. That'd be cool to get you on there. I don't know. We'll talk about that later afterwards, but okay. everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. If you did miss the clips that I played, you can go ahead and just rewind the video and watch them. Uh, this video will be up on YouTube and facebook and also your podcast places uh probably about friday we're gonna put those up on there so um chris hall right there yep said handicapped you is the TikTok. boom i like it everybody's networking together talking together <laughs> um so stick with me jonathan everybody else thanks for coming along and joining us on this wheelchair wednesday tune in next week for another special guest and uh be easy